Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? What's going, Pat? Very well, my friend. Nice out, right? It is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Nice and brisk at night. I can sleep with the windows open. Oh, perfect. I cannot. Why not? Because I will die of allergies. <laughs> Drown in my own flesh. Yes, that would not be good. That would not. Hey, everybody. Hope you're not eating. <laughs> <laughs> That would not be good. Uh, Fair enough. You know, we've been doing a lot of Ultraman trigger lately, and I've realized I have not uh, labeled any uh, episodes trigger warning. I'm proud of myself for that. I'm proud of you for that. But I'm sort of not proud of myself for not having thought of it before this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's a fair balance. That's a fair balance. That should have come quicker. (laughs) But now the problem is... Mm. Can you avoid that? No, oh, no. <laughs> no. Look, I got ten episodes out of it. That's fine. Uh, you know, so you know it's coming now soon. <laughs> it might be this very episode, unless unless I come up with something snappier. You know, it might be this very. Like, episode. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I did think it's just a way to use it really creatively, and it might work. Okay, so the encounter of light and darkness. Yes. is Ultraman Trigger New Generation Tiga episode eleven. Uh-huh. aired yesterday. No, twenty two. No, yesterday, yeah. Um, yeah, you just have to let people know, because we know this isn't coming out tomorrow or the yeah. day after or today. It could so. come out tomorrow, but we have an episode in the can, so yeah. I don't think it will. Um, Masayoshi Takasui is our director. Uh, Naoki Hayashi is our screenplay. Um, uh, let's see, anything else I need to know? No. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, the giants of darkness begin their fierce attack. Kamara drives Trigger into a corner and uses a spell to engulf him in darkness. Kengo resists with all his might, but then a rift in time in space time appears, and Kengo is flung back to the past. Yes. Now he finds himself thirty billion years oh, prior. This is billion. You're right. It is million. It is million prior to the ultra ultra ancient. I mean, thirty billion years. You're like, well, I'm standing here on this rock. I'm standing here before the universe might have started, according to most scientists. I'm good. <laughs> Why is it so dark? <laughs> Sorry, we went too far. Just hold on. We'll turn. We'll fix the dial. Have you seen the, the <laughs> meme? Speaking of time travel, mm. that people have figured out time travel, yeah, they just haven't figured out where the Earth is going to be at the time that they need it to be there. Oh shoot, that's funny. We've got to be able to figure that out. Probably. Oh no, no, they they have figured it out. Yeah. You just go to where the Earth is now. Right. Back then, and it's not there. No, it's not. <laughs> you got to be real. Well, we can go to the following places. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, this one's okay. It's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And I don't mean on Midway. I mean the middle of the absolute. Yeah. Middle of the Mariana Trench. Good luck. Yeah. 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 We're having a problem with the V hole. That's a boy. Suddenly, sure. Okay. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to know what's at the bottom of that thing? Uh, the microplastics. <laughs> no, uh, what's his name actually has done it? Um, oh, Cameron? Did Cameron did. The trend? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. He took a... a I have that Titanic thing uh, documentary. Oh, that must be nice. I don't. I've never watched it. Oh, I bought it. I want like, to watch it. I got to watch this thing. Maybe Jimmy and I will watch it. Sure, okay. Um, but he took some sort of submersible thing down to the bottom, and he said after about the first hour-ish... It's dark. Dark and boring and he started to freeze 
because it's shockingly cold. Well, he can't go down there, right? It's all, it's got to be robotic. No, he went in a, in a giant cylinder, basically. And it, it was Man's just big enough for him to fit in. Well, that's more money than sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. More, it cost him a ridiculous... And he said, he's glad he did it. He would never do it sure again. Sure, he He's like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad I did it. Because you can't... <laughs> Because people are like, you're an idiot. He's like, no, I'm glad I did it. Hi, everybody. What's up? Oh, yeah, you left the door open. Yeah. Get the double check. We always do that to, well, I'm trying to hang shirts to dry, right? Yes, of course. So I'm trying to hang it anywhere I can. You're not going to close this one? Close it. Okay. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> so I try to hang shirts anywhere I can in the house to, of course. to dry the shirt. Too. Right, of course. Because I don't like to put them through the dryer because why well, would fat and it will get they will show that's right they will show I hang them all over right but he doesn't like to have a door open that doesn't need quote unquote need to be open right of course not so like if I hang them in door frames he just takes them all off and lays them right where they would be no, on the no, floor takes them off the hangers and just throws them in a pile so well, you, you find them like three days later all musty and uh, you're just like now I gotta do it all do again. my own laundry again. Yeah, sabotage. So sabotage. So, so here's is the new phrase I learned. Go ahead. Beginning in media res, which means in the middle of things. Look at that. Look at you. Look at I saw it there, and I was like, and it was in italics. It, it was italicized. It's all I got. I should look that up. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm glad you did because that was the first one. You know what's great is, and by great I mean infuriating. Go ahead. We live in a world where I have access to a computer in my pocket, especially. Yes. And then you'll be on a message board somewhere and they'll be like, people will go, uh, what does that mean? Yeah. Just look it up, dude. Yeah. Everybody has the same exact computer. Look it up there, Dewey Decimal. Just get, like, come on. The problem I find with the computer that everybody has, right. it's great for looking at what you want to look up. Right. It's bad because it will tell you what you look up. That's right. That's also, yes. But like, oh, you mean the pornography? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not just that. All of the false information. Yeah, will tell you what you want to hear. Well, here's the thing. If you like go, oh... I, I need to look up some wingnut theory about how the earth is flat. Let me look up flat earth proven. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, see? And you're like, yeah, but did you look at the other stuff that might disprove it? No, no, I know. So flat earth proven. Yeah. So I'm, I'm right. A, you're like, I don't think you understand how science works exactly. Or kind of. <laughs> Not even kind of. You hear that? You've heard of that guy like... Magellan <laughs> that kind like, of proved it oh fake news yeah sure <laughs> but anyway moving on <laughs> anyway beginning in meteores which I'm probably pronouncing incorrectly that as they say enough. I wonder if they even say how to do it how probably to pronounce not. it it's Latin for in the midst of things ah and the meteores so I don't know Let's not use it. Hey, look, I get confusing. I'm not. I'm reading off a thing here, so um, (laughs) I'm not just. I'm not like. Look, let me show off my vocabulary. (laughs) I am. I saw it. I should know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate triggers locked in Mortal Kombat against Carmera, who quickly overpowers him and then uses a new power, her Curse of Darkness. Yes. To restrain Trigger with a chain made of dark energy, rapidly draining all of his power. Of course. 
course. Suddenly, Kengo uh, attempts to use their range of his energy to fire Trigger's Empyrean beam at the darkness above him, but is expelled from Trigger's body. He attempts to grab the spark lens, uh, and manages to drop it, and is dragged through a golden portal. Right. Right. And now, the, the dark energy that surrounded him... Uh. Science? Magic. Oh, yeah, sorry. Magic. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. I'm good. Okay. That's that's where I got to go. Gotta, yeah. You got to go with the... Uh, <sighs> the Ultras have some sort of... Much like Thor and the Asgardians in the Marvel Universe. Sure. It's sure. a amalgam of... Amalgamation? It's amalgam. a combo. <laughs> that's why the kids use the term mashup. <laughs> it's a mashup. Okay, fair enough. God, I hate that expression. That's so fair much. enough. I hate it. And I hate the, it. I hate it so much. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, anyhow, it's okay. Yeah. So, um, Gut Select attempts to stop Kamara, but of course she summons Dargon and Hudrum. What I love is like Dargon shows or Hudrum shows up, and then. Uh, um, What's her, what the two the two uh, gut select members on the ground are like? We have to help. Keep you Tarkin runs in. He's like, "All right, now they're like, they're like you too." <laughs> oh. And you can see now that this Dargon has the hots for yeah, you yeah. sure, which is fine, sure. But is that gonna now that she's eighteen? I suppose it's legal. <laughs> I don't know what interdimensional rules there are. Rules are. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought yeah. I'd have to. Now we have to look up the yeah, between rules. between uh, a, 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 a human woman and a shogun warrior of some sort. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, uh, I, you know. But okay, you know what? I'm just gonna let it roll. That's that's all we can all do. We can do. <laughs> so, uh, triggers energy reserves are then completely depleted. His color timer stops. Now we have seen that before, haven't we? Because I think we have. Sure, but I can't can't remember exactly. But I know we have seen it before. Sure. Okay. Um, no, you don't have to look it up now. Just, as long as you think we have, then I'm going to go with. Oh, you like I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with it because I think we have. I just wasn't 100 percent positive. You yeah. said, yeah, I think pretty sure we have. I'm good with that. Close enough. Um, I'm just going to put like when has Ultraman's color timer stopped? Timer stop. Um, go ahead. What do you got? Well, I got a, the color timer, as we all know, is his indicator. Right. Characters, weaknesses, variants, life gauge, everything in the world. Yeah, it's not. It's not being real specific. Here's the other problem with the computer in your pocket: is you can't. Sometimes you don't get it real quick. Yes. It gives you gives you all the information. They're like, all right, read. Yeah, I didn't want reading. That's the bane of some people's existence is reading. Yes, which should be blatant, blatantly obvious. But anyhow, so it stops, and I'm pretty sure we've seen it. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw it in the first episode, but uh, Zafi had to come in and like give him the old ultra CPR to like make sure he's not some dead. Of his energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And separate so him from Um 
And uh, Kamara and the other giants of darkness approach Trigger's unconscious body, and she states that she's been waiting for this moment for 30 million years. Yeah, right, and yeah. she also knows that... <laughs> Hold the torch higher. Isn't your arm getting tired? Yes, yes. And she also knows that somehow he's going to get out of this. Won't tell you exactly how yeah, no or problem. how she knows. No. But somehow he's going to get out. I've read the script. <laughs> it's it, both that I've read the script and somehow I must have done this before and he got out of it and before. It's, yeah, so um, so awakening in the ultra-ancient era, Kengo right. finds the giants of darkness attacking an ancient civilization uh, where they find the location of the Eternity Core. Now, dun, dun, here's my question. Yeah. When Kengo first got to the sure. ultra-ancient era... Mm-hmm. 30 million years ago. Was that as annoying to you as it was to me? With the fact weird that camera was... angles and weird colors and weird... Just I was more annoyed the fact that I'm not sure there was grass 30 million years ago. There was. According to science, there was. Was it, there, was it that recently? Because... Yeah. Well, no, see, now I have to look. <laughs> now, because I learned this recently, that at a certain point in our, in our uh, plant Evolution. development, there was no grass. There was carboniferous trees. Right. And then it went, like, around the time of the dinosaurs. Right. Which would be... 65 30, million years ago. Yeah, also to... Did it stop then? That's when the... Oh, this is bad. Asteroid hit was 65 million years ago. Sorry. Does grass... Start. Start. <laughs> start. That seems like a good... When, no, that's not. Uh, some guys are like when the ground temperature reaches sixty. Uh, uh, when did grass evolve? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, all right, that helps. <laughs> yeah, because there was there was ferns, right? And, and then there was, there was no cover, grass. There was yeah. grass. I got what you're saying. So I'm like, I mean, granted, this is a kids' show, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, I'm letting that slide. I know you want to go into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, go ahead. What Around 55 million years ago. Okay, so 30 million years ago, there was grass. Yeah, so there you go. Well done for felt. dinosaurs. Well done for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Go figure, right? Then before 2005, fossil findings indicate grasses evolved around 55 million years ago. There you go. <laughs> now you learned something. Yeah, now I need to find fossil grass. So that's cool. <laughs> I got a pine cone. Oh, there you go. Very nice. Yeah. Have you seen my fossil pine cone? I have not. It's very neat. I will take a look yeah. at it later. Um, but anyway. anyhow, um, the, so uh, he's like, oh, uh, he finds the Giants of Dark, uh, you know, attacking, and then Trigger Dark, the Dark Champion and fourth member of the Giants of Darkness, immediately spots him and begins attempting to kill him with Dark Superior Beams. Of course. You know, well, yeah, as you do. As you do. Yeah. But Yuzari arrives, intervenes, and shields him from that energy. Um, the pair attempt to flee, but are cornered at the edge of a cliff by the Giants of Darkness. And what Dan noticed with Yuzari's little shield mm. is even though it's a different color, mm. It's Doctor Strange's shield. It looks very much like Doctor Strange. And I said they're really not going to go very. They're very magic far. sigils. Yeah, it's all, it's all sigils. 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 I think yeah. it's a hard G. But I said they're not going to go ridiculously far. Yeah, they change the color, and yeah. that's going to be good enough because Doctor Strange's is blank, and this one is blank. Well, I'm Doesn't sure it's matter. not the same file. I'm sure they're like, okay, here's a magic yeah, thing. Change it a little different. Why they spirographed it? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, what it looks like, kind of. Anyway, so yeah, um, that seems to be the uh, that seems to be the go to effect for spells 
Yes. Universally at this point. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We can use this CGI. We're going to. Yeah, well, okay, no, it's a thing even like, look, we need something to represent a magic shield. It's like, oh, obviously it's this flat thing with yeah, designs on it. Yeah. And it's going to be roundish. There you go. You're done. So, of course, Trigger tries to grab him, and Kango raises his hands, firing a mysterious pulse of white light. Uh, that forces Trigger back. Then Kengo attempts to convince Trigger that he is, in fact, a giant of light, whose mission was to make everybody smile. God dang it. Take the smile. Kengo. <laughs> damn and they both damn it, damn it. heard that smile, and they're like, this is the stupidest part yeah. of this whole show. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is what the show is going to have to go on. They set it up this way, and it's hard to change mid-show. Even though they changed a bit of it, it's hard to change his whole... Modus operandi. Mm. There you go. There's your Latin mm. for the day. Yeah. In the middle of a show. Mm. I know. I know. I don't have to be happy. About I'm it. not happy with it, <laughs> but I have to understand it. So, uh, using this as a distraction, they jump off the cliff, uh, landing in a forest far below. And I'm like, if that it was too far to jump off of when you were running away. Why is it not too far to jump off now? The very fair question. That is a, because it's either small enough that you know you can drop and roll. Yeah, okay. Or far enough that you know if you drop and roll, you're just going to break everything. Yeah. My would have been nice if they had said, like, uh, where if she pulled him, right, they show her pulling him, and then... Uh, a little like, magical glow as not they even fall. That, like... They fall, and she goes like this, and shields them as they fall. Much like Captain America's split second of anything. Yeah, that would have been neat. Would have worked to say... Are you listening, fellas? Yeah, we're just saying. We're not... We'll let it slide. It could have been one of those things they were like, that's going to cost 45 seconds, and this this was... One split second of anything as they're jumping off the cliff. Split second yeah, of okay, a start of a shield. Oh, I see what you're saying. You don't even have to put the full thing. I see what you're just saying. a little glow underneath. Yeah. And you would have said, okay, she started a magic yeah, spell yeah, yeah. and it it saved them on the way down. Yeah, sure. Okay. 100 <laughs> percent buy that. Yeah, yeah. Um now I get this. it would have cost X dollars. Yeah. But not a whole heck of a lot. Also, it very well could have been something they trimmed for time. Again, split second. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't have to change the timing of it. Yeah. One split oh, second yeah, of a bit yeah, of a yeah. light, and it's there. Well, maybe and they, you know, your brain a, fills in the rest for them. Right. It's entirely possible that they're like, "Oh, we should add that." And so we went, "Yeah, yeah," and they added it. And they were like, "Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I want to go." Is they David forgot, forgot to forgot. Put that in. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. boss. Sorry, George. Don't, don't fire me today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to forget to do the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me about the space rabbits, George. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Where do I get it? Um, anyway, at the foot of the cliff, Yuzari informs Kengo of the nature of the Eternity Core and its potential to completely reshape the universe by starting a second Big Bang. And I went, oh, that's not good. Yeah, and it's 
seems that now this eternity core is going to completely destroy not just the planet, the, yeah, everything, but the entire universe, yeah. and maybe the multiverse. Yeah, it's big bang to electric bang loop. <laughs> that's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. That's not what you want. <laughs> um, suddenly, Trigger Dark reappears and abducts Yuzari, taking her to where the others had assembled next to the Eternity Core's chamber gate. And what I liked about that is he, he grabs her and he flies so far away, and King goes like, "Well," and he just starts running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that'll work. Because what other options do we have? <laughs> Honestly. And we, we've talked about these options. Yeah. Yeah. The fastest man right. runs roughly 100-yard dash, 40 miles an hour. Right. Fastest. Right. And that's for 100 yards. 100 yards. So we'll pretend that he can run 40 miles an hour continually because he's got ultra strength. Sure. No, it can't happen, but we'll just let it fly. Every ultra that we've mentioned flies at Mach 2 or 3. Well, yeah, it's your fastest speed. speed. And they're not saying that immediately they're like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, they can coast. But even coasting, you're going 100 miles an hour? Maybe, but I mean, here, let's put it this way. Go ahead. When you walk... You have Mosey, yes. right? When you're looking, you're at the flea market and you want to look at peruse the tables, right? right? And then there's a bear behind you. You like walk a lot faster. Yeah. When you get up in the morning, you don't just sprint to the bathroom most days. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, you don't just I see your point. sprint everywhere you go. You're not like so you think Usain Bolt like he's gotta get the bus. <laughs> he's now got the key to the Eternity Core, which is Yuzari. Right, right. And he's going to mosey on over with the key to the Eternity Core, which is a key to what he wants in his life. I don't, honestly, I don't think that's what he wants. I think he's henpecked. I think we can all see that. <laughs> he is. She bust. She bust him around. <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to be quite that loud, but you know what? You got a point. Uh, he's like, now do this stream, my trigger. And he's like, oh, fine. So he's just kind of, I'll get there. You, You're she's so not gonna fine. She's not the boss of me. I'll take my darn sweet time, but That's I'll right. get there. That's right. He was like, you know what? I'm going to stop and go to the video store first and see what came out on Blu-ray this week. And you know, like, oh, God. I'm going to take a look around. All right. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. He's like, I'll just drive around the block a couple of times just and <laughs> listen to the radio for five minutes exactly. by myself. <laughs> this poor guy's getting harangued every second. Now, and see, he never says a word. No, he never no, says no. a word. But, but I can see all the other villains are <laughs> constant with the monologuing and the this and that. And he's just like, Ah, you know, do I really want this? Is this what like he's he's having an existential crisis? He's just like, fair. I don't know if this is for me anymore. <laughs> and in his subtle uh, way of she's built and everything, but uh, his subtle way of arguing is just to not do it as fast as yeah, you might want yeah. it done. I mean, she stands there and strikes that hip cock pose, and I go, yeah, she's cute and everything, but <sighs> yeah, yeah, fair. I think that's what's happening. Fair, so fair. Uh, yeah, so present day, Yuna and Nikito search for Kengo, and uh, they can't uh, they, they can't find him. Uh, Trigger's energy level is uh, pulsing with dark energy, and his levels begin to spike. 
Um, but he remains unconscious. Uh, Akito then finds Kengo's sparklings in a pile of rubble, realizing that something's gone wrong. What's great is after, during the fight in the initial part, he's yeah. like, Kengo. And, uh, and Yuna's like, what now? And he's like, haven't you figured it out? <laughs> he wants to be like, come on! Come on, it's episode 11. Come on. <laughs> Somebody other than me and Dad should know who he is. Exactly. I mean, you I understand you turn, say it. you turn into a space witch and everything. That's fine. You got your own stuff you're dealing with. <laughs> you're a little busy right now. Get it? <laughs> Get it. But you might want to take note yeah. of what's going on in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, oh, this is not good. So after Trigger Dark sets Yuzari down on top of an altar, right. uh, she asked uh, Kamara if this is what she really wants. And Kamara says, of course it is. And says, this is this is my, it's our greatest wish. And so Yuzari opens the gates and she says, take Well, she's, she doesn't open the gate because she wants to. No, no, she's Kamara is, uses whatever power on Yuzari, which then opens the gate. I'm guessing that Yuzari's got something up her sleeve. Of course. Yeah. Of course. They're big sleeves. They are they're very, very big sleeves. Voluminous. <laughs> um, so she's like, look, this could destroy not only all life, but the actual universe. Like, the whole ball of wax. And exactly. She's like, Kamara dismisses this threat and uh, demands that Trigger Dart executes her. What if he doesn't want that set? Why am I killing people for you? Exactly. Get your own hands dirty. Gonna go watch TV. <laughs> Gonna go watch giant space television. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> in a bit on a giant couch. Exactly. Yeah, you know, here's something I've noticed. Whenever you we visit the people on M on Nebula M seventy eight in the Land of Light. Yes. There's no furniture. No, they're always standing. It, they have their desks are desks. Yeah, they're all there's no there's yeah, there's no chairs or couches or that we have seen. A chaise lounge perhaps that we have seen. There aren't even any benches if they got away for the ultra bus. They've got you have a fair point. <laughs> now they haven't shown us the full planet. I know. So we have to imagine that they exist. Yeah. But here's your clue for next yeah. series. Yeah. Throw in a couch on M seventy eight and then that fills we'll it in be very, for the rest we'll of the We'll be super series. excited, yeah. <laughs> they, just show, they just show a bunch of them sitting around a table arguing, and you're like, there it is, there it is. all right. All we, need is- <laughs> we have the Knights of the Round Table all yeah. of a sudden in yeah. episode 78, they're all arguing when we thought you like, yeah. one scene. A bunch of guys at Super Eye are like, 55 years, and took, we never thought to put a couch. <laughs> never thought we had to, but okay, these two not bad. <laughs> sure. So, um... Uh, injured but alive, Yuzari calls Kengo Raleya. Uh, it's her language's word for hope. Yes. And then presents Kengo with an ancient version of the Sparklands. Uh, Which doesn't have the right... It's just, just gray. It doesn't right. have the colors to it. Right. But should theoretically do the same thing, I guess, sure. with science? Yeah. She could not gave it to him, so sure. she done work. Good enough. Um, he then ran through the portal to confront the Dark Giants. Meanwhile, his unexpected revival... Uh, Trigger's unexpected revival is continuing, and he becomes engulfed in a cloud of darkness as he stands upright. Um, Kamara and the other giants of darkness behold the Eternity Core. Targon and Hudrum are excited to obtain its power, but she says, back off. This is for Trigger. This is for Trigger. And they're like, really? That him? Mr. Personality? (laughs) (laughs) All right, boy. (laughs) Yeah. And so... 
Um, Kamara tells Trigger Dark to you know claim the power to rule the universe, and of course he's like, okay. So he goes behind, he goes into the core, and he attempts to touch it. Kengo suddenly appears, activates the spark lens, bonding with Trigger Dark and returning to the present day. Right. Uh, but he saw Trigger Dark within the inner space. The effects of the curse had concluded, and Trigger's transformation already was complete. Yes. So it's some sort of weird time loop that they're stuck well, in. Well, the, the thing that I noticed. Mm. Somehow the sparklings put him back into the mind space with dark trigger. Mm-hmm. Because when it's light trigger, all it is is the superimposition yeah, yeah, over his face. Right. But now he's actually arguing with dark trigger. Right. I'm thinking that it's because the sparklings doesn't have its full power that he can't quite do the same normal thing. But this is just my wool gathering. But here's the thing: the thing, uh, the sparklings that he's using is a recreation. Remember of the original sparklings. Yeah. So is he holding the original sparklings now? Which then probably which they will then find. Which in the past. They did see the original sparkling, right. which is the but giant. Is it the same one? So do we now have a paradox that they now both exist in the same timeline, only to be lost to in be found again in the past? Yes. Sure. Maybe. Sure. 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 <laughs> I'll go with that logic. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing that says you're not right. That, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, look. It's a two-parter, guys. I hate to break it to you. Well, <laughs> and that was the question I was going to get to. Oh, I was so mad. No, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. I didn't realize. Really? Well, here's the thing. I tried watching on the big TV last night. Okay. And again, I, every time there was an ad break, I lost subtitles and had to restart it. So I'm uh, like, screw that. Uh, We're going to watch it on my 11-inch laptop and be surly yes. about it. Gotcha. So Fair enough. That's what I did. Okay. We... Uh, we were watching it, mm. and at that point, Zach was watching it because Trish was doing something else. And he's sitting there going, two-parter! I'm like, yeah, kind of still. <laughs> I saw it. I didn't see it in the first five minutes, yeah. but definitely within the first ten. As they're bouncing back and forth in time, I'm like, they're never going to wrap yeah, this up yeah. in half an hour. I just, just no possible way. I was just like trying to pay attention to it. And then at the fight at the end, I'm like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That that revelation where you go, oh, nuts, you know? So, no, I knew because <laughs> they were jumping back and forth mm. so much, mm. there was no way. A, we had no real battle. Right. B, there was no way they could wrap all the storylines that they had <coughs> in half an hour. Right. But then, C, when you see Dark Trigger in the current time, mm. Then you know something's not right. Yeah. Definitely know something's not right. The fact that they're now having a fist fight in headspace, you're like, okay, that's, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And I like the fact... I also like the they did push uh, Ultraman Trigger through a uh, what appeared to be an Ikea at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that was super cool. Yeah. I did love the push in the belt. Yeah. But I also like the fact that with every step that Dark Trigger took, his stuff blows up. Oh, that was great. And he's just like, he's like just <laughs> seething with not niceness. Dark energy. Dark energy. You gotta go with dark energy. Yeah. <laughs> and he just step boof. Yeah. Step boof. Yeah. Okay, I'm good there. I will I'm destroy good. everything just by looking at it because I'm that nasty. Exactly. Terrible exactly. man. Exactly. Terrible. <laughs> so. And Kengo in the headspace. Before they actually did the whole fight, oh. did try to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And Trick was like, what are you, slap? Yeah. Like, 
can we, can we get to the point where we forgot to mention that Kengo and Yuna or, or uh, Buzari are having a chit chat? Right. And she's like, you know, you have to smile, smile, because if oh. there's a future to believe in, shouldn't it be a happy one? And even Yuzari, she's like, just like, what? you're a dork, but yeah. fine. All right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so inside the um, inner space, Kengo attempts to reason with Trigger Dark, asking him to lend his strength to protect everyone. Which is where I just got but he, of course, yeah, once goes on the offensive, punching him in the head and chest, realizing that the Dark Giant is beyond any reasoning. He attempts to fight him hand to hand, but the Ultra clearly has the upper hand. Of course, uh, Kengo, calling out Trigger's name, grabs his fists and begins grappling with him. Of course, yeah, because you know. That were when some someone stronger than you, the first thing you want to do is start to wrestle them because that works out real, real well. Well, you know, it's the only, <sighs> it's all you got. It's all you got. Um, we don't have any monster minute for this episode. No, there was no monster. There was. That's why I was saying there was no big battle. Right. So that's also to yeah. indicate that you know this is going to be a two part because you have to have some sort of battle. You have to. It, it's just. Yeah. You know, the, the way things go. Now, uh, the, the Trigger Dark we should talk about. Go for it. Um, let's see. Uh, although Trigger Dark is c- confirmed to be Ultraman Trigger's past self. Right. The existence of photographs depicting the two Triggers fighting each other separately puts the status of this character into question. So. I'm thinking... That picture that you're talking about, since I haven't seen it, mm. is going to be next episode. Mm. Because the now you can see triggers. They've already shown you in the previews, because I do watch the previews yeah. now. Yeah, I did watch it, too. They okay. absolutely look like they're... They are battling. Mm-hmm. And this is the newest, strongest final form of the light trigger. Right, right. Whatever the final form is going to be called, okay, fine. But this is going to be the strongest form of trigger. Yeah. Well, anyway, Trigger Dark is 53 meters tall, 44,000 tons. He's an ancient ultra. Um, uh, affiliation with the Giants of Darkness. Of course. Camara, former lover. Oh. Um, Ultraman Trigger, other self. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see if it says anything. Um in similar manner to Ultraman Teague's dark form, Trigger Dark is predominantly gunmetal gray in color, though he largely lacks any other colors in his design, with the exception of gold highlights on his ankles, thighs, and the top of his head, okay. and on the left side of his chest, next to his color timer. Yes. It is roughly textured armor and two pointed extensions rising out of his shoulders. Of course, because you have to have extensions on your shoulders to prove that you're a bad guy. you got to be a spiky boy. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, any trivia? Pro- yes. Appearance-wise, he's based on Tiga Dark. Um, so now, after this, and after we get through, well... <laughs> Dude, we still have to do 12 days. We have to record we have recording so to 12 days of Ultraman. So much stuff to do. And the yeah. Festival of Merriment. Oh, good Lord. Which I don't have a title for yet. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I realized that. I didn't know. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so it's five? Yeah, which is scary. We'll figure something out. Don't don't give it away now. No, but I'm just like, <laughs> uh, not a lot of movies get the fifth sequel, so it's starting to get difficult. Yes, I understand. You know, I so, understand. who can we turn to? The Fast and the Furious? Like, God, no. <laughs> okay, let's think. How many sequels? Well, other than like things like Godzilla, uh, James Bond, Star Wars, Star Wars, uh, 
Uh, what else is got? You said the uh, Fast and the Furious. Fast and Furious. Uh, not much there. I mean, there's Charlie Chance if we <laughs> might go to the Festival of Merriment at the Opera. You know, like. <laughs> fair point. Yeah. So uh, we'll figure something. Yeah, sure. Um, the similarity to Trigger is also acknowledged by Kengo, who assumes the former to be the latter's past self in the same way that Tiga's turned to the light. Um, whether Trigger Dark is Ultraman Trigger's splintered self or an entirely unrelated character remains to be seen. Because we'll find that out next week. Yeah. So they tell me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> that was good stuff. Like, I I'm enjoying, enjoyed this okay, episode. Yeah, it good. wasn't as slapsticky as the past episodes, but this one gave you a nice background story. Well, this was, and with capital letters, a serious episode. Yeah. Capital S, capital E. No, and, and I'm good with this. Yeah. Because... They didn't. They weren't as mopey. Yeah. So they're still trying to have fun, but giving you enough of a backstory that you're like, Ooh, I want to see what this trigger dark is going to do and how they're going to defeat him. Oh, how about like how, um, how like just despondent Don Juan Fandango looks when. Trigger gets up and he's all evil. He's like, "Oh no!" And he's like, "Oh no!" Like, I got nothing. For I got this. nothing for this. Yeah, I got no way to beat this. It's not at all. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, yeah. So I can't think of anything else to. If I if I start any new podcasts, you were listening to anything else? Uh, the newest one I've started listening to that I'm not sure I'm really going to listen to much more is is a hot dog a sandwich. <laughs> They've already done this. Uh, we've got uh, we've got this covered with Mark and Hal. Judge John Hodgman has ruled on this case. I believe it was a hot dog is not a sandwich. I believe I could be wrong. Well, about the judgment, not whether or not it's a sandwich. And what do you think? Is it a sandwich? I think it's a sandwich. I kind of think it might be a primitive, bread. It's a primitive sandwich, maybe. Yeah. We can call it. Uh, what do you call it? proto sandwich? <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Um, there's always, um, let me see, I've been giving you guys uh, Pod Stallions, if you haven't listened to it. You told us that it's, one. It's uh, erratic, yes. but it's, it's good. Oh, Comedy on Vinyl I started listening to, which is comedians discussing comedy albums that have been a big influence on, on, them. on them, which is pretty good. good. Especially if it's an album that like that you, you like or it's a comedian no, yeah, you yeah. like. Um Oh, you know what? You know what's good? Uh, Rick Myers does a podcast called Professor Rick's Action Film Autopsy, which he covers all the new action films that come out in a given month. Ooh, that yeah. would be interesting. Yeah, it's That'd very good. Um, uh, get, tell you a hint, he doesn't like most of them. <laughs> because he's watched a scrillion of them. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It gets to the point where with action movies, you can see what's coming before it gets there. And if it's executed well, I have no problem. But I'm not saying I have a problem with it. Yeah. But you can see it coming. Yeah. Is, and That's if you're fine. watching them all, you start to get a little annoyed of, I can see what's coming five minutes from now. Yeah. Not exactly how they're going to get there, yeah. but what's going to be there. Five I don't mind when you're like, oh, this guy's going to have to fight so-and-so because of this and that. And... And if they execute it well and the fight is exciting and then you're like, yeah, that's great. Okay, fine. Yeah. But when it's just lazy, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. thing. You don't want the laziness. Yeah. For instance, he talked about G.I. Joe Snake Eyes that came out recently. Okay, which right? I haven't seen. 
don't have no interest. I, I, I would recommend you avoid it. I'm going apparently. To, probably. Um, they hired this Hong Kong fight choreographer who's okay. supposed to be like, who, not supposed to be, he's a brilliant fight choreographer. And uh, the preview shows some really amazing martial arts stuff. Okay. The final product is edited to the point where. Oh, it's bad? It's. Oh, like, no. Like, no, no, no. You want. You start a punch, you cut to the other side where the punch continues, then there's another cut where you never see the punch land, and uh, something else starts, uh, and it's. Yeah, he, they just. No, they, they cut it completely they, too badly. Carved gotcha. it to pieces. I got to you. bits, you say. Ah, uh, it's not good. Uh, if people are uh, physical media fans, I'm going to recommend two companies. Two, 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 two companies in one. Actually, they're separate companies. I should say two companies in one re- uh, recommendation. Groove.com, G-R-U-V. Okay. Um, for vinyl, I'm gathering? No, this is for, you would think. No, it's for movies. Um, and they have, uh, every weekend, they do promotions, and they're themed. So, like, it'll be the all-action weekend, or two DVDs for, tw- or two Blu-rays for $12, or whatever. Okay. Like, this this week, they're doing all spooky stuff. Like, you can get the Invisible Man Legacy Collection for 18 bucks on Blu-ray. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. Pat, 20% off first order. I'm not, I have the original Invisible Man. I'm not getting more. Free shipping. No, the rest of them aren't that great. I mean, they're okay. Yeah. You know what tricks they're using so it's yeah. The first like, one's really good. That first one's really good. And even though you know what tricks they're using, it's still yeah. Tough. It's, yeah, yeah. No, I would recommend going to uh, Groove and, and taking a poke around because uh, see what's there. Yeah, can't hurt. Twenty percent off first order, oh, free I shipping. I, I, I took advantage of that. It was great. The stuff comes in like four days. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. This is not a paid promotion, by the no, way, no, guys. We, I just we do this on our own. I just really like the company. And the other one I have not ordered it from yet, um, but know people who have. It's OrbitDVD.com. Okay. Orbit DVD has, like, a lot of foreign films and region A and B stuff. Okay. Um, and uh, boutique labels, and their prices are pretty darn good. Okay. They and know. they even have used boutique stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, apparently they have a physical store somewhere in, I think, Asheville, North Carolina, um, which is, thank God, far enough away that I don't, I don't have access to it. Yeah. <laughs> you could get there if you really yeah. wanted to, yeah, but not but, easily. Look, I've driven very far to buy movies, but not Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fair point. I'm good, Fair thanks. Point. Like, That's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll try my luck at the Princeton Record Exchange. Um Fair point. Yeah, I, that's that's why they gave us the internet. Um, but yeah, you can order off their website, and they're they're the cheapest I've seen on stuff like um, uh, I think Eureka put out Millionaires Express, which if you've never seen, it, never heard of great. It. Oh, it's a Sammo Hung movie, and it's okay. Yeah, basically they have a poor village. Sammo Hung comes back with a great idea to get the poor village a bunch of money by blowing up the train tracks from the like the rich people. A- the oh, rich, the rich yeah, people yeah, drive yeah. past, okay. right? I got you. So if he blows the train tracks up, they have to stop and spend money in town. Oh, okay. Right? So he's sure. like, well, we'll get the hotel sure. cleaned up. It'll be nice. Everybody, we're going to put on a show. We've got the costumes in the attic. So, oh, okay. and just the, uh, there's a bunch of intrigue already going on on the train. 
Okay. Like, and of course, it spills over into the town because. Of course. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. The comedy's great. The martial arts are fantastic. Okay. And okay. Uh, fair. They put out a, a beautiful new box set, and it's everywhere else. It's like forty bucks. Ah. And I'm like, I love this movie, but do I love it forty dollars? No, but I love it twenty six dollars. There you go. That's fair. Well, you know what movie I don't love twenty six dollars. I don't. The Magic Crystal. It is a UN. Is you and B in that? I know Cynthia Rothrock's in it, and it's a it's a Chinese movie where, uh, um, sort of ET kind of, no, but badly, bad, badly done. Everything's bad except the fights. Okay, okay. I mean everything, everything except the budget's the terrible. The special effects are terrible. The music is one song that they just like. Well, we paid the twenty bucks. We're gonna ram the hell out of this one. Gotcha. Every gotcha. fight, every scene, every chase. And it's eighty synthesizers, right? But the fighting, oh, the fighting. Well, I mean, oh, the fighting, Patrick. Okay, but so somebody told me, oh, it's out on Blu-ray, and I'm like, oh, go onto the Hong Kong website that I usually order stuff off of and. See what you oh, it's, that's DVD House, by the way. If you like uh, kung fu movies and you want to order directly from Hong Kong, DVDHouse.com. Been using them for damn near twenty years. There you go. Uh, Twenty four dollars on Blu-ray, and I'm like, oh, I do not like this movie. Eight dollars, not a little over twenty four dollars. <laughs> Fair. Like I'd have paid maybe ten with shipping just for the fact that it's that bad. Well, no, it's not even such a movie that it's so bad it's good. The fights are worth it. Because the DVD copy I have is not anamorphic, so it's real small on your screen. Uh, it's letterbox. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. But of course, now that you're on a widescreen TV, it's also window box. Oh, I gotcha. It's terrible. Because gotcha. I have a bunch good. of like, my Shanghai Express is like that. My Millionaire's Express is like that. My uh, Legend of Feng Sayuk One and Two is like that. My, I gotcha. You know, I get it. I get it. I, you don't have to like it, my friend. I understand. I I sympathize. Expensive. I know. I don't care for it. But anyway, that's it. Rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. We very much appreciate you all being here every week or thereabouts. Uh, we, well, when you listen, we yeah, understand. We couldn't do it without you, seriously. Um, got some shirt ideas coming up, so you brace yourself. He keeps bringing these shirt ideas to me, and I say, well, bring, start with one. The Bring Back Box shirt's going to be fine. Here's the thing. If we do it through, like, Redbubble or something, yeah. you could put four things up there. We don't have to spend anything to make them other than somebody... To help us design them. Okay. And okay. then we don't get as much from a shirt as we do if we had to, if we did them ourselves. Right, right, right. But we don't have the cost of making them. So, yeah, let's shell it out. Yeah. But yeah, gotcha. I, I think the bring back box shirts are coming. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Bring back box, baby. God, no. Uh, I have to buy one. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, and, and that's basically it. We'll see you in a couple of, in uh, very soon. Oh. And yeah. And uh, again, the Suicide Prevention Hotline is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and is as follows 1 800 273 8255. The world is better with you in it. So, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I am Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. See Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, 
I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>